Today I'm drawing near. The Apostle John reveals the details of a war in heaven. This war is a continuation of the conflict which began when Lucifer led a rebellion against God in ages past. I encourage you to open your Bible and turn to the Revelation of Jesus Christ, chapter 12, and join us for War in Heaven. As we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Our Heavenly Father, You are the one who rules and reigns over all creation. You are King of kings. You are Lord of lords. And you are our God, our Savior, and our Father. We thank you, Father, for the privilege that we have to study your word, to engage in growing in our knowledge of you and your plans and purposes. We thank you for giving us the spiritual discernment that enables us to understand and to grow. I pray, Father, that we honor you in our study today, that we grow in the holiness that you've called us to, and that seeing these things, we will be encouraged to live more and more the pure life that Jesus Christ exemplified and called us to. Guide us in our study today. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. In order to answer many of the questions that we will have about this passage today, we need to remember the context. The seventh trumpet has sounded, and so what follows is part of the sequence of events that fall on the heels of the seven seals and the seven trumpets. This is critical in understanding that the events that we are studying today took place in a specific sequence of events. To be clear, there are many different viewpoints about when this event takes place. So in Revelation chapter 12, verse 7, we read, And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought. It is difficult for me to comprehend that war can break out in heaven. God is there. God is on his throne. The Lord Jesus Christ is there. The Holy Spirit is there. The holy angels are there. How can war break out in heaven? How can any created being, having seen the majesty, the power, and the presence of the Almighty God, rebel and cause a war to break out? And yet that's exactly what we are told in Revelation 12, verse 7. Beyond that, why does the Almighty, all-powerful God, the Creator of all things, of all persons, permit war to break out in heaven? Why didn't the Lord God exert his power and his authority and put down this rebellion immediately? Revelation 12 verse 7 reveals the continuation of an ages-long conflict. We see Satan in the Garden of Eden. We see him at work throughout the Old and New Testaments. We see the demons, the fallen angels, particularly in the New Testament. We see references in Daniel to conflict between Michael and Satan. We see evidence in Jude of conflict between Michael and Satan. This conflict has been going on a long time. And yet, with the sounding of the seventh trumpet, we see war breaking out in heaven. What caused this event to take place? Some say it was the rapture of the church. Something stirred Satan to rise up, to fight. Even though there had been conflict between God and the fallen angels, they still had access to heaven 
and the throne of God. We see this in the book of Job, where the sons of God come before God and Satan comes among them. And God asks Satan, where do you come from? And Satan replies from roaming to and fro in the earth. So something has taken place to cause this new war, this new episode in heaven to break out, and Michael and his angels to fight with Satan, the dragon. We are not told what this war looks like, how it is fought. In our minds, we might see a physical type of conflict with weaponry, swords, clashing between forces. But in heaven, this might be a spiritual activity that is beyond our realm of understanding. Either way, there is a fight. There is a struggle. In verse 8, we're told, But they did not prevail, nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. Satan, the dragon, and his angels do not prevail. Michael and his angels secure this victory, and Satan and his angels are cast out. Revelation 12 verse 9 tells us, So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old, referring to the Garden of Eden, called the devil and Satan, who deceives the world. He was cast to earth, and his angels were cast out with him. No longer is Satan or his angels, the demons, able to have access to the throne of God. They have been cast out. They have been exiled from heaven. Verse 9 gives us more information about the great dragon. He is the serpent of old. He is called the devil and Satan. The words devil and Satan refer to being an accuser, a deceiver, one who brings accusations against someone. He is the one who deceives the whole world. One of the great problems for humanity is deception. We are easily deceived. Eve was deceived in the garden. The nations, the kings are deceived. We can deceive ourselves. Satan is a liar. And we are led away from God by our own lust when we are enticed by temptation, by Satan. We are easily deceived. And now Satan and his angels are cast down to earth. We should probably make it clear here that Satan and his fallen angels are also deceived. Satan's not only a liar, but he himself believes the lie. If he thinks he can overthrow God, if he thinks he can prevail, he is deceived. Sin is at the heart of deception, and deception is at the heart of sin. The opposite of deception is truth. Jesus tells us, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Free from darkness, free from deception, free from sin, free from condemnation. We, as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, need to know the truth, embrace the truth, believe the truth, live out the truth, and declare the truth. That's the only way we fight against deception. How can we know the truth? John chapter 14, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. Jesus is the truth. He's the means to our knowing the truth and embracing the truth. We are also told in Scripture 
that God's word is truth. The Holy Spirit indwells the believer, making us able to discern the truth and embrace the truth and live by the truth. We have access to all of this through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and the study of God's word. We must give ourselves to the study of God's word because hiding God's word in our hearts protects us against sin and deception. And then finally for today, I want us to see God always prevails. He is never defeated. God sometimes allows sin and rebellion to go on for a period of time, but when God decides to put it down, it is put down. We see this when God addresses sin in the garden, when he addresses the sin of mankind during Noah and the flood, in dealing with Sodom and Gomorrah, in dealing with the nation of Israel. God is patient. He is gracious and merciful. But when he decides to put down sin, he puts down sin. And we see it again here. That should give all of us as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ a great deal of comfort because we serve the Lord God Almighty who is and will be victorious. He is the Lord God Almighty who rules and reigns forever. So regardless of your circumstances or the time that we live in, do not be discouraged and lose hope. We do not hope in the physical world. Our hope is in heaven. Our hope is in the spiritual world. All of this is going to pass. All of this is going to be judged and be made new. But what God has begun in our hearts and our lives is going to continue for eternity. One day, this conflict will be over. Father in heaven, I thank you for your word, your encouragement. I thank you most of all, Father, that you sit on the throne in heaven and that you do rule and reign, that even Satan is powerless to defeat you. Father, protect us from deception. Protect us from the lies that we can tell ourselves or believe from the world. Help us to embrace godliness, godly counsel, godly wisdom. Guide us into all truth, for your word is truth. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.